In the name of Jesus. Amen. Dear Saints, what we have before us tonight in Luke chapter 2 are the exact words of that angel. And it's not an estimation or a summary or a paraphrase of what the angel said. We have the exact words that the angel said. Accurately recorded in Holy Scripture and faithfully preserved through the years. And what the angel said to the shepherd that night, to the shepherds that night, is very specific and particular. He says this. He says, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good news of great joy that shall be for all people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior who is Christ the Lord. Now, I've listened to this uh, text on Christmas Eve a little over 30 times in my life, and I've always thought that the angel was speaking over the shepherds' heads as if he's speaking above and beyond them to just everybody in general. But that's not it. The angel says, unto you, is what he said. Uh, So he makes a distinction between you and then later on when he says all people. And that means that the angel was speaking to that tiny select group of shepherds, whether it was two or ten, we don't know. But that particular angel said those exact words to that specific group of shepherds that night. And he announced it to them saying, this is for you guys. Later, the same angel says, which shall be for all people, future tense, which shall be. But for that night, it wasn't for all people. Not that exact moment. It was not for all people. It will be for all people, for all nations, for all ages and languages in a matter of time. But in that very moment, that Christmas night, the angel looked directly in the eye of those shepherds and said, Jesus is born unto you, for you. And when the angel said this, those shepherds didn't just sit in the field and say, look, I have things to do. Or I'm just going to lay down on the couch and say a brief prayer and remember this in my heart. Uh, When you get news like this, you get up and you go. You go to where it is. So you leave the food. You leave the presents. You leave the friends and family behind if you have to. And you go and you worship and you adore that child, the Lord. And that's what you've all done here this night. Well, that was the first Christmas And we are now on our 2,000th and 23rd Christmas. And that means that this announcement is no longer for those shepherds alone. Because what the angel has said has taken effect. And that means that the words he said on that night are now for you, just as it was for them. Uh, But pay attention to what I'm saying. I'm not saying that it's for you in general. I am saying that it is for you specifically. Uh, This word is for you, specifically, who are here tonight. And I know it's hard to imagine in a room full of people gathering together on the same night, but think of it like this. If uh, you were the only person here tonight, uh, and it was just me in the pulpit, and you alone in that seat, then I would still preach the same exact sermon that I'm about to preach. That is how specific it is. That these words are for your ears, your heart, 
for you this very moment. Uh, just as it was for those shepherds that first night. Now, if that angel had need to say the same thing again to us, he would have said it in the same exact way, not talking over your heads or above you or beyond you, but to you. Those who have ears, let them hear. So with that being said, this word is for each of you specifically, individually, no matter who you are, and no matter what stage of life you're in. And so, uh, you infants who are in your mother's arms, who are still in your mother's womb, you who are despised by the world, rejected, whom the world considers chiefly as a financial burden, who attacks you in the most vicious ways while you're still in the womb, you are deeply loved by your Lord and Savior. You are loved by the God who took on flesh for you. The God who knit you in your mother's womb became an infant himself in order to save you. And he died on the cross for even little infants to wipe their sins away and bless them with salvation. Uh, and you infants, um, you're not a burden or a trouble for us. And you're not a burden or a trouble for him either. Um, and I, for one, wish there were more of you, more infants. But the Lord has elevated even the infants as the chief model for our faith. He holds them above us and says, this is what you must be like to enter the kingdom of heaven. And unto you belongs the kingdom of God. Well, uh, you toddlers and you children, uh, I'm talking to you now. I'm not talking to your parents and I'm not talking to your grandparents. I'm talking to you guys specifically. We're not going to shuffle you off to some other place or take you out of the sanctuary, no matter how much noise you may make. Uh, you stay right here with us because Jesus is for you. He was born for you, too. He is your savior. Uh, you are not perfect. Uh, you have sin that you were born with. You have sin that you inherited from your parents. And you have sins that you have added since the day of your birth. But listen closely, if you can understand these words. Yes, you, you, listen closely. Jesus loves you dearly, dearly. He loves you very, very much. And he became a child to redeem you so that you would go to heaven. <laughs> that Je Notice, Jesus didn't skip that part of life. He didn't just become a man, become incarnate and zap out of the sky and then just do the adult things. He became a child, lived as a child, the perfect child and redeemed children. And he lived that perfect childhood so that he could be your savior. Now, you adults and you elderly and you aged ones, um, I know that you have all seen a lot of changes in the course of your life. And some more than others. And many of those changes for the worst. And I know that when you're little, <clears throat> you imagine that Christmas will always be the same. And that it will always look the same. And in fact, feel the same. And then you grow up. And then through the years, you see that it's not the same. Uh, the tree withers. The flowers fade. The house is emptier this year than last year. 
Uh, there are less presents under the tree and less people around. Uh, there's less food and less festivities. And oftentimes, there is less joy. And it all changes very quickly. And no matter how much you long for those days, for what you once had and felt, it's not the same. And you know this better than I do. Uh, these past two Christmases haven't been anything like what they were before. Especially if you're at Zion, if you're a, a member of Zion, it is radically different already these, these two Christmases. And I know a good number of you, at least at Zion, and I'm sure some of you at St. Paul, have lost loved ones and have buried them over the course of the year. I know that your time with children and parents and brothers and sisters is different now. Uh, your children will grow up and leave the house with a life of their own. Your brothers and sisters will move away. Your parents will grow feeble and faint before your very eyes. And you will get older and you'll be weighed down. And December 24th isn't the same uh, from year to year. And when these things happen, I want you to remember this sermon. I want you to remember what the angels said. I want you to remember that even if Christmas is not at all what it was like in your childhood, or even what it was like last year, Christ is. He is. And for Hume, he was born. And that has not changed. He is the Alpha and the Omega. He is the same yesterday, today, and forever, the beginning and the end. And that is true this very hour, and it will be true in your final hour, whenever that hour may come. And He loves you no less today than the day when you were baptized and the water was still wet on your forehead as a baby. And he will see you to the end with faithfulness unto glory. This Christmas is for you too. Unto you is born a Savior. Look, if, if, I, if I had the time, <clears throat> I would preach a sermon to each one of you individually this night. Uh, I could preach an entire sermon to you who are lonely and depressed. Uh, you who are exhausted and fatigued. You who are addicted and enslaved. You who are mourning and in doubt, you who are overworked and anxious, who are frustrated and upset, you who are worried and afraid, who haven't come to church in a very long time, those of you who do come to church and don't feel like coming to church anymore, those who have sinned greatly and sinned often, those of you who feel the weight of guilt, I could go on and on and on with this. But for all of you, the Savior was born for you. Even in this condition, even in the state you're in right now, if it's the lowest, in, in the, 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 the lowest depths that you have been in, the Lord is still born for you. The devil wants to rob these words from you, but, and he wants to steal them out of your heart. He wants to fill your mind with worry and anxiety and whatever other thing, conflict and disappointment. But wake up and pay attention now if you have not been paying attention. Unto you a Savior is born. Let, let that be embedded deeply into your heart. That those words cannot be erased or moved. He was born to save you from your sins. And your guilt 
and this veil of tears. Now this, dear saints, is the merriment and the joy of Christmas. It doesn't come because of gifts or lights or people or feelings or family. The joy and the merriment of this night is that Jesus was born for you, for your sake, for your benefit, for your salvation. God has fully invested himself in you, in you, and he was laid down in a manger, in the wood of a manger, laid down his life on the wood of a cross so that you could lay your head at night and sleep well, knowing that all of your sins are forgiven. Not one will be remembered by the Lord on that final day of judgment. Do you, do you believe that? Whether you believe it or not, it's true. This is what the Lord has done, and it can't be changed. Year after year, for 2,000 years, these words of that angel have consoled the hearts of grieving Christians. And year after year, since that very first Christmas, this sermon, the same exact sermon, has been preached from pulpits around the world in all different languages to different people, giving the same peace and joy and gladness. And Christian fathers and mothers have been bringing their dear children to church to hear this great news that the angel said that very first night. For unto you is born this day in the city of David. For unto you is born this day a Savior, your Savior, who is Christ the Lord. Amen. Hear the words of this hymn. See, my soul, thy Savior chooses weakness here and poverty in such love he comes to thee. Neither crib nor cross refuses all he suffers for thy good to redeem thee by his blood. Joy, O oh joy, beyond all gladness, Christ has done away with sadness. Hence all sorrow and repining, for the sun of grace is shining. The peace of God which surpasses all understanding guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus our Lord. Amen. Amen.